Welcome to the Retirement Evolved Podcast with certified financial fiduciary, Adam Bruno. Hey, that's Boom. him. That's him. That's me. That's you. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I know that guy. Uh, welcome to the Retirement Evolved Podcast. I am Bill Seller. He is Adam Bruno, a certified financial fiduciary, private wealth manager, and founder and president of uh, Evolution Retirement Services, amongst among many other things as well. <laughs> we'll talk about it as, uh, as we go through the podcast today. As we, as we do get started, as always, oh, please, if you haven't yet, go ahead, hit your subscribe, like, follow, whatever the button says on your podcast player. We really would appreciate it, and you'll, that way you'll get notified when, when our new podcasts come out as well. But what Adam and I do is we get together, uh, try to get together about every week, and Talk about retirement, uh, things to be ready for in retirement, how to deal with what we're going through right now in retirement, because this is certainly a uh, a brand new world for a lot of people that weren't around in the late 70s, early 80s, right? Right, so, Bill, and I wasn't around in the 70s either. Right? Yeah, I, I was, but I was too young to be thinking about retirement, I can tell Adam you that boy, much. That's so. it. Well, you know, Bill, I want to speak to this real quick. A lot of people that have listened to our podcast, what they enjoy the most about our podcast is, is how it's just a conversation. You know, you listen to other podcasts and people stand on their soapbox and talk about this financial product or that financial product or the world's coming to an end. And you've got a radio guy and a private wealth manager. I, I've done a lot of things. I've been a casino dealer, a performer. I've done a lot of things in my life. So to me, when we get the chance to just, you know, chew the fat like this and go over some of the things that are happening in the world and talk about retirement, it's wonderful. So you were a casino dealer. I don't know if you know, but once I, I mud wrestled. Um, you mud wrestled? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I love this. Did you mud wrestle other guys, though? No, it was a the <laughs> professional team known as the Chicago Knockers, a professional female mud wrestling team. <laughs> Honest to God, it was 1983. I was brand new in radio, and I was working at a little town in the middle of Virginia. And uh, the, the guy says, hey, the fair's coming to town. We need, we need somebody to go do this. Well, I'm new. I'm dying to do stuff. So I said, sure, I'll do it. Made the front page of the uh, local paper with me holding a woman over my head about to slam her into the mud. Wow. So I'll, have to wow. Send you, I'll have to send you that picture. I've got to see uh, that. Bill, yeah. that is amazing. Yeah. You know, and it's, and it's all for a good cause, right? Was it like charity or something? That's, that's no, it was, I got paid. That was the oh, cause. You got paid <laughs> yes, I got to paid. wrestle another woman in a bikini? That's the best part the, of the story. In the mud? <laughs> yes. That's amazing. Yeah. It was really you funny. Know, that's crazy. It was really funny, though, because, you know, backstage they were like, listen, it's a real thing, but whatever we do, just go with it, right? Like, if we pull your head one way, don't fight us. Just just go with that and, <laughs> and you know, have some fun, but don't get hurt. And uh, look, look, I was out there for about 20 minutes doing this event uh, and made 200 bucks in 1983 for 20. That was a lot of That's money. That's a lot of then. money in yes. 1983. It's a lot of money right now with the way things are going. So yeah, my, about- my first performance job ever, I was a... Wild West cowboy uh, stuntman at Martin's Fantasy Island in uh, Grand Island, New York. It's a small uh, family-owned amusement park. And I had, that's still probably one of my favorite jobs ever. And that was back in like 1993, 1994. And I was making 300 bucks a week. Um, to do, you know, four shows. And and I did some puppet shows, like I did some kids' puppet shows and stuff. But I really wasn't, you know, working, working. It was just uh, you got to go out there and have a blast all yeah. day. And, um, you know, that, that was my first performing gig. And that actually, that opened the door to uh, Hollywood for me, although I didn't know it at the time. We had a gentleman in there, you know, Clay Stone. And he was the one who did all the stunt work for Kevin Costner's films when he did a Western. Okay. And he saw me perform, and he, he said, hey, listen, are you interested in, in working on this project with us? I said, well, 
you know, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be interested. What does it pay? And he said, well, it doesn't pay anything until the script gets approved. None of us get paid until the script gets approved. You'd have to fly out to Oklahoma. And that was my, it was my, uh, going into my senior year of college and I had Austin already and stuff and I was married and I said, you know what? I probably will have to pass on that. Then lo and behold, eight months later, you see a preview for the movie Open Range with Robert Duvall and Kevin Costner. <laughs> so I, I kind of missed that part of it. But it's always funny because when, when retirees, me, you, whenever we think about those first jobs that we had, you know, they always set the tone for how we ended up later on, right? I mean, on that journey, it's always incredible. And the one thing that you don't want to see happen is you don't want to end up in retirement with a lot of regrets, right? And you don't want to have a lot of regrets about the way that you've done things to get here. And the one thing I see a lot with these families is families come in and they've accumulated these assets and they've they've done such a good job of accumulating for that 30 or 40 year period they just don't know how to spend it now. Um, and that becomes that becomes a big issue in retirement, believe it or not, is actually spending some of the money. Really? <laughs> Absolutely. What, what are they afraid to? Or or because the the paycheck isn't regular anymore? I mean, how did, what, what's the I thinking think it comes there? Down to, I think it comes down to you spent your whole life, 30 or 40 years. Think of like a Marine or an Army person. You know, you spend 30 or 40 years doing the same thing, following the same routine. It becomes comfortable. And then all of a sudden you retire, and now it's just you and a big pot of money. And this is exactly what you plan for, but now it's like, wait a minute, is this going to be enough? Am yeah. I going to have enough to last me until I die? Yeah, so I think that's a big change. Yeah, that uh, it's crazy when that every now and then reality hits you in the head and just kind of wakes you up and go, whoa, I hope I have enough. Well, you know, the, the great thing is that if, if that's a question that you ask yourself, and I don't like to do this a lot because like Adam said, we're not here to really pitch stuff, but if you do have questions about retirement and, and, and do I have enough that I'm allowed to spend some and all that, we're going to throw out a phone number here in a little while that'll help answer some of those questions if you want to call Adam and his team at Evolution Retirement Services. But Yeah, you could call us, email us. You know, yeah. it's, if, you don't, if you're not comfortable calling us, email us. Yeah. Um, I say it the same way every week, Bill, right? I mean, it's every week I'm telling people we don't work with everybody who comes into contact with us, and we choose not to do that because we provide a very high level of service for a select group of families that fall under certain you know, parameters and, you know, because we have to charge a fee for our services. So we have to be able to bring those families value. But if you've got questions, even if we don't work with you, we're going to, we're going to answer them for you. We're going to help you. And you're going to say something nice about us. Everybody wins. Well, so. then let's give the phone number now. It's 866-838-3765. 866-838-3765. If you do have any questions about uh, your retirement at all or stuff you hear today, well, that's the number to call to talk with Adam and his team at Evolution Retirement Services. Um, and speaking of today, Bill, I, I, sorry, I got a little excited there and carried away. I, we usually start out with something fun, you know. What, what, what would you have on the agenda for something fun that we usually start out with? More fun than female mind wrestling? Come on, man. Oh, what that's true. You know, yeah, that's true. I don't know if you can get much more fun than that. Well, actually, to, to, actually, to follow well, if up. Well, it was Jello, if it to, was Jello, it'd be more fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, to follow up on your first big gig, uh, there are amusement parks now that are having to put up signs at roller coasters to put your iPhone in airplane mode. What? Well, what's happened is, uh, in the latest edition of iPhones and watches and all that from Apple, they introduced a crash detection feature. <laughs> it is, it's designed to detect life-threatening emergencies like severe car crashes, and it automatically calls 911, and apparently these... <laughs> These call centers are getting notified from, from people that have this feature on their phone. Uh, and what they're getting is they get a recording that says the owner of this iPhone was in a severe crash and is not responding. And, oh and they God. hear like the screams of the roller coasters in the background. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> so so I've, Apple says they're working on that to make it a little less sensitive. But I, I saw that today that, oh, that'd be horrible. Oh, no. Are you no, kidding me? That's no, great. True story. If, true well, story. if you're a 911 operator, you think that somebody, there's this mass loss of life and body parts flying, and you find out it was a roller coaster? Oh. I'd be okay with that day. I'd well, be happy about yeah, that. Yeah, I guess that's a good day. Yeah. Can, <laughs> you imagine like rolling up to the scene and there's like nothing going on. It's like, <laughs> well, wait a minute. Isn't that Disney World? Why am I going to Disney? <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So there you go. So what I wanted to talk about today is uh, something I've been reading a lot about, I guess basically because the, the COLA just got approved for next year, right? Oh, for Social Security? For Social Security, right? right? right. So I always kind of wondered what the highest possible amount that you could get from Social Security would be. And lo and behold, I ran across something Forbes had written up that once this new COLA goes into effect for 2023, your maximum monthly benefit is $4,559. Now- a lot of us aren't going to get that. What, what does it right. take to get that, Adam? You know, Bill. Who do I have to honestly, talk to? It's your. It's well. There you go. It's you should have done what you always said you should have done. They should have just given you the money, and you could have invested it and paid yourself back. That's your favorite uh, story there. With that, that's true. Um, honestly, I very rarely see families that go over that four thousand dollar mark on any one person for Social Security. What it takes, and it also takes some honest people because, <laughs> I mean, the people that are making all this money, a lot of money to put you in that bracket are usually private business owners. Now, I know um, my, my good friend, my mentor, Kirk Holderson, he has, with his business, paid Social Security and paid into Social Security as much as he possibly can. Uh, and he probably will have a benefit that, that that is that high. But a lot of people would rather take the tax benefits of having your own business. And that's why you don't see them you know, with this high Social Security number a lot of the time. So it would take you know your 10 best quarters of being you know, one hundred and fifty to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in income to, to see that happen. I, I mean, and, and when you think about it, having you know your ten best quarters like that at that at that height of at, at that height of income, that's that's kind of hard to do. But you know, I don't see it a lot. I I, I know it can happen. It would happen a lot more if business owners <laughs> if business owners really made an effort to do that. But there's so many tax benefits when you own your own business. It, it, it kind of outweighs this idea of having a, a $4,500 Social Security check when you retire. Most of us don't even know. We don't eat green bananas. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So, <laughs> I mean, great, you know, that's that's my take on it. Great song, by the way, by a guy named, I don't know, are you familiar with Jake Owen? Country uh, star? Country, country singer, yeah. yeah. He's got that on one of his albums called uh, Green Bananas. There you go. Great song. <laughs> great song. Oh, man. Well, I, I was just wondering about that because I saw that number and I thought, holy cow. I, look, mine's not going to be that. But uh, that's a pretty steep. Uh, I, I, could, I think I could do okay on that. I would imagine that yours is probably going to be over three, though, Bill. I would imagine that just based on your your career and your income and everything. Well, plus I, mean, I have many many years to go, sir. I, right, 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 <laughs> so, right. Another twenty at least, right? Days, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you can't uh, go where anywhere, buddy. This is a this is a, sex, a successful show because of you. Yeah, well, well, <laughs> uh, sure, we'll go with that. Why not? <laughs> I appreciate that. Oh man, so the other thing that I was thinking about uh, since we talked last time is. is you know, the interest rates are going up and they're expecting to announce more, right? They're already talking about Oh, I'm glad about you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. I wanted to speak to that real quick. Okay. Um, the interest rates going up, what we're seeing now, and, and those of you out there, you really need to be aware of this. Capital One right now, look at this. I'm, I'm giving away, you know, secrets for other companies here. Yeah. Capital One has a one-year 4% CD rate right now. Um, I got to tell you, I think that's probably one of the best things going. 
just because of the fact that with these continued increases, we're starting to see CD rates come back and things come back now. So if people are signing up now for a five-year CD at 4.25, you know, that's <laughs> next year that same rate could end up being over five into the six range, right? And now you can't get that because you signed up for five years. So it's almost like reverse laddering of CDs. You've heard the term laddering CDs, right? You get like a one-year, a three-year, and a five-year. Right. And you, you get different interest rates for each one, but you're always, you always have money available to get a new CD when one comes due. To me, the shorter term, the better right now, just because we're seeing these, these rates hike. Um, and interest rates rising are, have been the, the direct results. This has been the direct result. CD rates are getting higher. Things like that are happening. Yeah, it is. And that was kind of where I was going to go with this, because I think when, when people talk about uh, interest rates rising, the first thing that pops into everybody's head is mortgages, right? The, right. The cost of getting a mortgage. Credit but, cards, mortgages, yeah. Well, I was going to say mortgages, but actually, I, I wonder, are, are credit cards one of those things that kind of flies under the radar for people because they already have the credit card, so they're not really thinking to check the rate? I mean, yeah, because and you know you what? Have to be careful is, about that, right? Well, they send you they send you their new um, their new information in the mail, right? They send or electronically if you signed up for electronic delivery, you get this new this new statement of whatever it is, you know, the, and it explains the rates to you. We never really look at that, so it's kind of like it does fly under the radar. But I mean, those rates are like twenty percent right now. Credit cards. I, I mean, it's 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 something that is like a silent killer right now. Now, most of my families that I work with. You know, they're utilizing their credit cards for the, the whatever point system it is, whether it's travel, cash, whatever it is, and they just pay it off every month. So it doesn't really affect them. But can you imagine, you know, a, a 20, 30, 40 year old kid out there just trying to establish credit? And now you load up the credit cards and it's 20 percent. Think about the holidays. Everybody uses their credit card on the holidays, right? You, you, yep. can, you probably by the end of the year, you get it all cleared up. You finally caught up and then Christmas is coming. So you turn around, you put 10, 30, 10, 20, 30,000 on the credit cards. For Christmas and Thanksgiving, and you start out the year owing somebody twenty percent. Yeah, that's really what I, I, I ran across this article with Market Watch, and that's what they said. Right, it's going to the, these interest rates are really going to get jacked up right when those holiday charges start to show up. So, I guess my question to you is, and you kind of answered it really, is do we pull out the charge card or pull cash out of savings? Is, is there one right answer? Well, if it were me, um, <clears throat> if you're going to pay, if you're going to pay off the card right away, use the card. Because you're going to get some benefits from the card. Like I, I think I have like 500,000 points with Amex right now. You know, I'm saving up for the for the the 1.5 million I need for the trip to Hawaii with the wife or something. I don't know. <laughs> but if you're going to pay it off right away and you're not going to pay any interest, use the card. But don't even go. If you have any doubt that you're going to pay that off, don't even don't use it. Because here's the thing: if you're using your cash right now, at least you're spending it. While inflation is a little bit higher. If the cash just sat there, you're not really making anything on it. So right. you should be using your cash instead of, you know, using a credit card. If you're going to pay out a credit card right away, then I'm a big advocate of that. That same month, if you're going to put it on the card and that month before the statement cut, you're going to pay it off. That's great. Don't don't pay any interest. But to your point, if it's coming down between, oh, I can't really afford this right now, I'll make payments, just use the cash in the bank. Just use the cash in the bank. You're going to pay for it anyway, or, or you're going to pay for it with more than 20% interest. So Okay. All right. Well, that, that was that was where I was kind of going with all that, just to ask that question, really. So, yeah. I'm sorry, I went off on a tangent again. No, it's, it's Monday. That's you know. what you do. That's why. <laughs> that's why we're here. The other thing is that you know whether by cash or by credit, one industry trade group is forecasting that we should still see big seasonal sales numbers. Right? People are going to still spend for the holidays. Matter of fact, our our own financial reporter Cheryl White has a report about just that. 
The National Retail Federation is expecting us to spend up to $960.4 billion this holiday season. That would be an 8% increase over last year. But when you consider inflation, rising credit card interest rates, and recent deep discounting by retailers such as Amazon and Target, is that forecast realistic? We're confident that in spite of the early start, we're going to continue to see a good, healthy consumer engagement uh, throughout the, the rest of this year, in part because consumers are healthy and also because we know retailers um, have planned promotions and uh, we're providing opportunities in the form of uh, discounts and other promotion uh, that will drive consumer engagement. And actually, we are in what's considered the holiday season. The NRF defines right. it as November 1st through December 31st. Right. And, you know, we talk about inflation worries, but we've also talked about how a lot of people just are acting like it's not really there, right? People are pretending and <laughs> hoping it'll go away. Head in the sand, rose-colored glasses, my mom would say. Yeah, so yeah. as far as the holidays go, what do you think? Is, is the NRF right? Are we going to spend that much or are people going to pull back? <laughs> I like what she said about, you know, taking into account deep discounting. But the reality is the discounting doesn't mean we're going to spend less. If anything, it means we're going to spend more because we saved $500 here. What else can we buy with that $500? I, I don't think they ever take that into account. It's not – we don't live in a society that says, hmm, I wanted to buy a laptop for my wife, and it's on sale for $1,000 instead of $1,800. It's, oh, I can get her the laptop, and I can go to the jewelry store. That's the, that's the society we live in. Yeah. So. This whole idea of, you know, deep discounts helping, you know, prevent more spending, I, I don't I don't buy that at all. The other thing that she mentioned with inflation, it's kind of like the inflation's already baked in though, right? We're spending 8% more than last year if the correct totals are, are there. So, I mean, inflation is, is hovering in that range, you know, 7%. So I, I'm not surprised at all. I think what they're trying to do is, is say that it's not inflation's fault that we're spending so much more money, but it is in a, in a sense, right? I mean, it is. It's right. harder to get electronics. I just saw an article about uh, Apple saying that the production problems in China are going to lead to a delay in all the new iPhones. So these things are going to happen. We're going to have to pay more for things that we want. And they all start their Black Friday deal thing in November now. November 1st, you get the Black Friday ads. Here we go. We're not well, waiting for Black Friday. Yeah, and, and now I'm, I'm even saying I think Walmart's doing Black Friday every Monday uh, mm. between now and Christmas. And, you know, what's funny was, I, and I can't remember who I saw doing this, but I, actually I didn't see it. My wife was watching some reels on her phone, you know, and came across somebody who was going on a rant about how uh, the word inflation has been made up. To scare oh people God. and, and oh, that okay. it's not a real thing. And it's and I thought, <laughs> and I got to think, and I asked her, I said, how old was this person? She said, I don't know, like 25, 26. I said, you know, oh, well, there you go. they've never heard the word. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe they did think that. I don't know. Listen, what you're, wow. what you're hitting on is exactly the reason. And, and everybody just laughed when you said that because we've got the successful retired families that listen to this podcast, right? And these are conservative people. These are not instant gratification people and that's the exact difference of the society that they grew up in and the society that we live in now now it's instant gratification it's we got to have it now there's a credit card we can use i got to have this car that house that and and people are just and the successful families that we deal with are saying stop it when is enough enough here like you're 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 mortgaging your financial future so that you can have the nice car and the nice nobody knows how to save anymore we've created a monster I mean, credit card companies, retail organizations—they've created a monster. How much? Remember back? I want just even for me. If I go back to the '90s, 
I didn't have a debit card that I could go to the, the bank with and just get something. I mean, in the early 90s, if you wanted something, you wrote a check or you went and got the cash out or you had a credit card. I didn't have a credit card. I just went and got cash out of my bank account. Right. I mean, how much more money would be saved without us just being able to swipe that darn card right now, right, without being able to swipe the debit card? And by the way, back in those days, Bill, do you ever remember going online and looking at something and saying, oh, I really like that. I, I'm going to buy this. But then, you know, now instead of just buying it, they say, oh, don't worry, you can pay it off in four payments with this or that. It's crazy. Everybody's got a payment plan. Everybody's making interest. There's a way for you to get everything that you want, even if you don't have the money to get it. And successful families know how crazy that is of an environment we live in now. You're absolutely right. I mean, not only can you say, I'm going to buy that, but then you can just click the button and, and buy it. Where before we'd have an inkling for something or we get an itch for something and have to wait it out and think about it and then go to the store, right? But uh, debit cards, all that stuff, I always talk about the the double-edged sword of uh, technology, right? One right. side is it's right. awesome and the other side is it it's led us down some roads that maybe we don't want to be going down. Hell, even the gambling sites now have a set, have a thing on their gambling problem. Admit it, you know. And they, yeah, right. <laughs> we don't have that. We don't have something that says shopping problem. Admit it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it doesn't it doesn't work yeah. that way. Yeah. Hell, you could buy two. Uh, you know, don't buy one, buy two. Sure. I, you can literally do whatever the heck you want and right de- now. And depending where you live, from Amazon, we can have it there in six hours. Six hours. So yes, it's I was like what, say five. Well, yeah, five hours. You must live in a better place than I do. So. <laughs> Uh, Listen, man, this is always fun, and uh, we can go on forever about this stuff. But if you've heard anything on the podcast today that interests you, please check out. There's a couple of websites I want to tell you about. It's evolutionretirementservices.com. That's the company website. And then Adam's also created another one called taxfreefortmyers.com, where you have to spell out the word fort. So it's taxfreefortmyers.com. And there's a whole bunch of good stuff on there. You've got copies of the, the podcast there. Uh, there's a bunch of white papers about different things to consider when you're heading into retirement and the best ways to approach your retirement or if you're already there, the things that you can be doing to make sure to answer the question from the start of the show that we have enough money to get through retirement. Adam's, right. Adam's book, They Lied. The real cost of your retirement is there as well. So check it out again. It's taxfreefortmyers.com. You know, I didn't I didn't realize this until we were talking about it today at our meeting. If you put your email address in when you download the book, you know, or you or you whatever you want, the white paper is the book. My Kiplinger article will be up there soon. Um, whatever you want, when you download the item, you're not going to get bombarded with emails from us or sales tactics or anything like that. What will happen though, and I didn't realize it is every time the new podcast becomes available, you get an email, which makes it a lot easier to listen than having to go through the phone and search and all that stuff. So. You will be, every time we have a new podcast like this, you'll be able to listen to it. You'll be able to give us some feedback if you have feedback to give. I've gotten such wonderful feedback. I've also gotten questions like, Adam, are you a boxers or briefs guy? I'm not answering those questions, but uh, you you didn't tell me that some people come out of the woodwork with this stuff. I'm telling you. You know why? Because that question did not come from me. That's That's right. Better not have. Bill, geez. Um, so yeah, no, that's the whole that's the whole thought there. You know, when you when you get all the information that you need from these websites, use them. They're resources. We pay for them. We have we have a very very good system in place where you're not going to get bombarded with emails or email bombed or spammed or anything like that. We never sell anybody's information. It's strictly for you to get the help that you need. And for us, maybe we meet one or two families per week that we can actually work with directly and help. So it's a win win for everybody. There you go. Check it out again at taxfreefortmyers.com. And again, if you have questions that you are 
you know, if you're kind of like me where you like to talk to people, the number is 866-838-3765. Adam, my friend, uh, it's always a pleasure. I can't wait till we do this again next week. And I'm, I'm going to go disable my instant crash alert on my phone so I can. I'm not. I'm going to Disney this weekend. Just I'm to do sure it. I'm going to make sure it's Just downloaded <laughs> on my wife's watch. <laughs> I'm going to make sure it's downloaded on her watch. I can't <laughs> wait to see that. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. Well, listen, have a great weekend. Uh, we'll talk again next time. Yes, sir. Thanks, Bill. God bless you. God bless everybody listening. And, you know, hopefully you found some help that you needed. And if you didn't, if you feel, if you feel like you need some help, just reach out to us. You can talk to me personally. Investment advisory services are offered through Evolution Wealth Management Incorporated, an investment advisor registered with the state of Florida. Registration does not imply any level of skill or training. Evolution Wealth Management's unique CRD number is 307644. You can obtain a copy of Evolution Wealth Management's firm brochure, Form ADV Part 2A, free of charge by visiting advisorinfo.sec.gov. Evolution Wealth Management offers investment advisory services only, where it is appropriately registered or exempt from registration and only after clients have entered into an investment advisory agreement confirming the terms of engagement and have been provided a copy of the firm's ADV Part 2A. Insurance services are provided by Evolution Retirement Services. Any guarantees mentioned are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company and may be subject to restrictions, limitations, or early withdrawal fees, which vary by the issuer. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. You should consider the charges, risks, expense, and investment objectives carefully before entering a contract. This material has been prepared for informational purposes only and should not be construed as a solicitation to affect or attempt to affect either transactions in securities or the rendering of personalized investment advice. This material is not intended to provide and should not be relied on for tax, legal, accounting, or other financial advice. Evolution Wealth Management and Evolution Retirement Services do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own tax, legal, and accounting advisors before engaging in any transaction. Evolution Wealth Management and Evolution Retirement Services are affiliated entities.